Hey ladies, fellas, and friends, you are listening to another episode of Three Dope Wives with LaKendra Adesui, Adelise Jones, and Lamisha Dixon. With over 30 years of collective experience, we are here to give you an inside look at what marriage is really all about. Honey, we are airing out all the dirty laundry, spilling all the tea, and telling all the business. Are you looking for something really real? Then honey, pull up a chair and grab your favorite cup of something hot as we dish on all things marriage. So, I don't know. I don't, I don't, um, yeah. So me and the, me and the, me and the, uh, the reality shows are. Okay. We're we're, going through an editing phase. We are right now. The only one that I can, that I'm, that I'm like seriously seriously like given a like you got you got mm-hmm. is uh married to medicine mm, okay and i've always liked them but because i think i mostly like dr jackie she is just like a cut above she's just like i'm not with it i'm not gonna be snapping out i don't think i've ever seen her just really lose it on somebody and hmm. i feel like they always need someone like she'll so- level-headed you know that's not like I'm not gonna be popping off with y'all. Like, let's kumbaya the situation. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, I don't think she's. Uh, but I'm I'm done with Doctor Heavenly Girl. Her mouth is just reckless. See, I don't even watch it. I was, I was enjoying it. One, I think part of it, I think part of what the draw is that gets people to watch some of these shows, is their lifestyle right like right because they have a great lifestyle they take these beautiful trips exactly they live in these opulent homes you know yes they they drive fancy cars and it's like man i just want to see what it's like like watching have on um yeah some people i don't care what they're wearing i just want i want to see what your house look like like that's where i'm at with it i'm Mm, just like mm -hmm. what that kitchen do like what's that bathroom (laughs) girl that's nice so i feel that's where i'm at that's where i'm at with it but generally speaking Eh. where you going with your business like that's some other stuff that like i think is interesting right oh yeah because they do start some businesses they do right create some wealth i want to be like okay how you okay how you did that like i saw that dr heavenly bought her son a house that he could use for income property right Mm, and i was like mm -hmm. okay okay i see how you do i see how you do like okay we got property but like you coming up now you need to get you one too and then you do what you got to do with this one then you get you another one like i feel like that you know these lessons are being you know taught and passed down and you can kind of get a glimpse into how this all works and then dr jackie she doesn't have any kids but she's like now she's an author and now she's got a skincare line and, okay you know these kinds of things and so i'm like oh okay well how are, are you things- using a platform exactly You're using a platform to do something bigger and greater yeah and sometimes when i look at the way that these women behave i'm just like who is partnering with you like where are the people that are just like yes i want to give you money i want to back you i want to support you i want to travel in the direction you're going all while you're mm-hmm. being a hot mess and you're misrepresenting the culture and you look like a fool but let's go together like i'm just trying to understand who these people are yeah, well, I mean, they would have to present completely different scenarios off camera. Hmm. They, I mean, different personalities off camera. But you can't hide what you did, what you was recorded. It's gonna, I mean, it's airing. But they they consider themselves actresses and actors. They're part of the Screen Actors Guild. They're SAG, you know, certified. Mm. 
So they get yeah, they benefits coming. They got dental, vision, and health insurance through the Screen Actors Guild. You know what I'm saying? Like they're oh wow, yeah, they're they're considered actors. They're you know that's insane. Well. I'm going to have to go ahead and uh, I'm going to give them about five more minutes of my life. Yeah, just about five. Just about, about five, five more minutes of my life. And then after that, I'm going to have to cut it off because your homegirl got to, I got to get some things done myself. I got to finish writing my own book. I got to finish doing things in my life. I can't be right. watching you live your life. I'm like, shoot, let me, let me stay focused so I could buy me a house over in there. Right, because they growing and flourishing. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to be looking a mess on nobody's TV, but I just want to be like in the neighborhood. That's all. <laughs> you know, the, I house, like, the house next door to you know what by I mean? Charade. Listen, like in, with my coffee in the window, shaking my head like, mm-hmm, there go that crew child. <laughs> they, they go to film crew over at the Chateau. Uh, I'm going back in the house. Going in the house, honey. Let me go sign some books and send them in the mail, child. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm dreaming, but I prayed, I pray, dear Lord, that 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 actually happens for me. Yes, yes. So, Misha, in recent we, in recent culture, we've heard uh, the terms "be his peace," right? Oh Lord, yes, yes, we have. You know, and, and and I think for for many women, this phrase is triggering. I know it is for me anyway. Be his peace. Somebody say that to me. I'm gonna I'm gonna be giving you a daggerish side eye. That's I'm gonna get. I'm gonna pull out my piece. I'm gonna give you- <laughs> I'll pull out my piece so you can have some peace. So you can have some, so you can rest in peace. <laughs> right. And I think we don't like it mostly because it makes us sound like difficult humans to deal with generally, right? Yes. And, right. and I, you know, as women, we know the stresses that come along just with womanhood alone. Like aside from our hormonal changes, we face every single month, every yes. month. Some of us have a bleeding massacre that we endure. <laughs> Just hemorrhaging all over the country. Just <laughs> all over the country. <laughs> but I mean, not only that, but you got motherhood on top of your daily wife duties and being a stunt woman, sex kitten. You know, yes. now we got to bear the pressure of being the one to create a peaceful habitat for our men. And we can barely find a place of peace for ourselves. Facts. I mean, I don't, know. I don't know. In my opinion, it, it just felt a little abusive, a little presumptive, you know, to say the least. Right. You know, right. But, but and anyway, it, yeah, go ahead. And it also felt like there was um, a stereotype like yes. like you are unpeaceful. So you need to be told to be his peace. You are right. you bring drama and negativity. So you have to be instructed that you need to be more peaceful right and don't you want to just be like excuse you right excuse you be his peace right you know your mouth to say it again yeah yeah and (laughs) i feel i feel like things like this there i mean i don't think that they are the things that cause marriages to fall to shambles but i don't know maybe it can Mm. maybe it can maybe it can yeah there's yes maybe yes because if that is that the expectation yes yeah well friends um welcome to another them dope wives i am your kin if your homegirl kendra in the house with my homegirl hey this is misha welcome 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 y'all um today we are going to be talking about a rare subject of when it's time to discuss our marriage issues Mm. reconcile and mend the relationship 
take a break or abandon the relationship altogether. Now, y'all know, mm. y'all know this ain't stuff we talk about, right? Not right, right. not the abandonment part. Like we don't we don't like the abandonment. We we like folks to hold on in there and to make it till div do you part. Yes. But we're going we're gonna to take um, a, 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 a little page out of Mr. Kenny Rogers's book. He, 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 he has this song called The Gambler. We're going to call Ooh. this. Yeah, we're going to call this episode The Gambler. Now, if you're not familiar with it, because sometimes we like a little bit of country music because it got some soul to it. Ooh, good stories. It got good stories. It do got good stories, don't it? And, and, yes. it, and it got a little... It got a little, uh, what you want to call it? A little, I don't want to say a bounce. It got a little bop to it. It do know? got a little bop. <laughs> it got a little, you know, you want to pop your fingers and be like, hey, sometime when the country music come on. Right. You know, and this one says you got to know when to hold them. You got to know when to fold them. Mm. You got to know when to walk away and you got to know when to run. To run. To run. So we're going to talk about all of that. Uh, this episode again is called The Gambler. So let's 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 get into it. We ain't gonna waste no time. Wow. Let's get right into it. I'm 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 a little, I don't know. I don't want nobody to be afraid. We are still looking to keep folks together, but I feel like, you know, if we don't talk about it, mm-hmm. we're doing a disservice, right? We're not yeah, really doing yeah. our job if we don't get up in the things and talk about the stuff that really needs to be discussed. The real stuff too. Yeah. The real, real. We gotta get to the nitty of the gritty. Right. Because, you know, we're not here saying do this, do that, and your marriage will be easy and wonderful and blissful. No, this thing going to be hard. It's going to take some work. Dang, it's going to be it's going to be it's going to it's going to be hard. She <laughs> just came out, the, came out with that one. It's going to be hard. It's going to take some work. Yeah. Listen, anybody who thinks that your marriage is going to be the exception, I'm just here to tell you it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not, it's not. If you thought, because it's been, oh my God, it's so blissful. You hit seven years and you feel like things have changed. Mm. <laughs> you feel like you're not in the honeymoon phase anymore. Uh, you had a couple kids and now your body don't do what it did. Girl, oh, I got another episode for us. Just real quick. Uh-huh. Let, oh, you just said something. The unchallenged marriage. like Unchall- Untested, unproven ain't been through no fire ain't been through nothing we gonna talk about it we need to talk about a marriage like that that ain't been through like how real are you really being how real are you i'm gonna tell you what people having these instagram uh marriages and they gonna learn Mm. they gonna learn that's a whole that's a whole show what you just said right you ain't been through through nothing you don't know nothing you can't tell nobody nothing because you don't it's not proven it ain't tested right Everything I, is blissful. And you mm. know what's so crazy? Been blissful for 13 years. You know what I'm talking about? You ain't made it to 13 years. You on year three sitting up here giving people marriage advice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You've been married a couple years. And now you out and here you giving, telling people me. how to tell people try how to keep it together. It's easy at three years. It's real. You still have a sex every day. Mm-mm-mm. You still like the person. You still, girl. Yeah, 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 you ain't. Oh, poor baby, don't know nothing. Little newlywed, keep on living, keep on living. Like the elders say, I literally told someone that this week, baby, just keep on living, keep on living. And you know what's so crazy is like, I feel that like I'm not that old, but I feel like I'm old enough to tell somebody in their 20s, girl, keep on living. 
Yes. I think we are old enough. We, we, we are. Like That's literally crazy. we're approaching 20 years. Man. We're closer to 20 years than not in this marriage game. Mm. And That's so, true. True. yeah. That's true. Girl, keep on. And, and what's so funny is I think back, like when I got married, girl, you were in element uh, middle school somewhere. Mm. You weren't even old enough to be married. <laughs> right. But you go tell me, okay, boo, okay. You keep on living though. You keep on living. Um, because you don't know what you don't know. You do, but, it facts. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what you don't know, but I'm not gonna argue with you. I think you reach a level when you're just like, I'm not gonna argue with you because you are so convinced in what so you believe. I keep on living, boo. So here's the thing: when to hold them, right? Mm. Um when to hold them basically is all about when you need to mend your relationship. We're all going to come into issues at some point in our marriage. Um, I don't expect for you to be three years in and you dealing with some heavy stuff, but I can't say that life doesn't happen because life happens to all of us. And depending on where you are in your life, when you get married, life could be happening to you pretty early on. Yeah. Especially, Misha, you know, like in today's, um, today's times people are waiting to get married if they get married at all yes they're starting their careers buying homes vacation homes stock options and all of those things before before they they find their partners girl I got a I got a, a high school friend who just got engaged for the first time wow a guy yeah. he's got he's I think he's got two adult children oh wow he's got two kids that are like in college Oh wow. And um and he's just getting married for the first time. See, that's that's not the scenario you want. But I mean that 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 speaks to the point, right? Of you could be later in life just now entering into the marriage arena. Yes. And so you could only be like a year, couple years in, but life has happened to you. Right now, all of a sudden you're you you just got married a couple years ago. It's been five years and now you got a parent moving in. You know what I mean? You got, yes. you know, all you these different a- things that are happening because of you where know. you are in your life when you got married. Right, right. You've got um, a health issue. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So true. So I don't want to like, I don't want to be remiss of folks that get married later um, under the, uh, under the idea that everybody gets married young because not everybody does. So when to hold them, when to hold them, um, I think it, when, when, when to hold them, when you want to mend your relationship, when you want to stick it through is one, whenever you are dealing with an issue of the heart that needs flushing out, you know, Mm -hmm. it's something that like, I, I feel and, and it's something that is upsetting for me. It's something that is bothersome to me. It's an issue near and dear to my heart. But I haven't flushed this out with my with my partner. Mm. So, for instance, um, if somebody is has an issue like with their what they had to do with how they were raised, Mm -hmm. like I was raised that, you know, a woman a woman doesn't work and I'm, I'm trying to set our life up so that you can tend to the children Mm. and Mm -hmm. here you are, you know, staying late at work, trying to climb the corporate ladder. Mm. And I just, that just don't sit right with me. Like you, I'm Mm -hmm. the bread, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe something like that. 
I would say it could be. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially if it's something that's like ingrained in the core of who you are. Yeah. Um, and I feel that like if you if you definitely like here's my my example is I, now in that situation, I wasn't raised to stay home, but I always and it's not even something I was raised with because I was raised in a single parent home. I always had different ideology about what marriage is going to be like. Like, mm. for example, I would always expect that my husband makes more money than me. Okay. That's the expectation. That's my expectation. I don't know if something happened wherein I was earning more money than him, what that dynamic would feel like for me, because I Mm. understand my personality typology. Okay. So that could be a big issue. It it potentially could. It's not, it's not a road that we've traveled. (laughs) He's always made more money than me because of his profession, you know, his educational level, all of these things. I have my master's, but he's got his juris doctorate. So he's, he's gone on farther. Okay. And, um, not that I couldn't make good money in the field that I was in before I was a stay at home mom. Mm -hmm. I could, um, And if I went back, I probably at some point I could catch up, but I just don't know that, um, I don't know that I would be, I don't know how I would feel being the financial heavyweight in the house. Right. Now it does cause, you know, I've, I'm familiar with, with several scenarios where that's the issue Mm -hmm. and it causes, it does cause some drama. It does cause some issues. Mm -hmm. There is kind of a struggle, um, in it because, and I, I think, there's one about the, the way the man feels not being able to be the provider, um, Mm -hmm. you know, what that kind of does to his manhood as well as, um, a woman with financial power, Mm -hmm. um, is a decision maker. And so Mm -hmm. when you hold that, you know, finances are a huge part of life. When you hold that much power as Mm -hmm. a woman, you have, I mean, it's not that you intentionally hold it over someone's head, mm-hmm. but it appears that it's being that way, especially when, I mean, a man coming to you saying, hey, uh, we need to look at doing this and this in the house. And you can right. look at him and say, OK, let me see. I think you know what I think is the, and feel like something that simple as OK, let me see. Like, I just feel that. It's a it, it is a different power dynamic, right? Yes. I mean, you could even say so, like you could even say. Um, I mean, we don't have to consult one another. Just let me know. And then we'll just keep it moving. But I feel that like, it's something about a man feeling like he's asking for permission. Right. I mean, but even if he has his own money, I mean, if everybody's kind of like, well, we keep our money separate, but if you have everything in the same household and everything goes into one bank account and everybody spends from that bank account, I get that. It's like, oh, it feels like all the same, but I would. I don't know. I mean, there, there's some boss women out there who are making the bread and and the husband is taking care of the kids and they make that work for them. Um, and I'm, I'm sure that there's a matter of like remaining humble, but I think it's about the personality type more than anything else. Right. Mm -hmm. I think it's about the personality type. I think that I would be feeling a little, you know, a little bit of a, a little bit of vibrato. I would be feeling myself. Yeah. Um, I think I would carry and even though I, I may not say anything, I think I would carry myself in a way that felt like who gonna check me, boo. 
Right. And that's natural. And, and you know what? The thing is, it is it is natural to see men act that way. That is what their chest stuck out pride um, mm-hmm. and what mm-hmm. they provide and who they are and what they can do for their family and their wives yeah. and a yeah, yeah. car they can drive and all the vacation they can provide their family mm-hmm. like that. That is it is natural to see that on a man. Mm-hmm. It is not natural to see that on a woman. And it's interesting to say, though, like, OK, so because I, I feel this like I feel this. I feel like it becomes like a asking my mommy you know, for some, for some lunch money type thing for men, you get mm-hmm. what I mean? Cause I feel like this, I feel like it, there's a level of pride that a man takes in taking care of his family. He should. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if his, if his wife is driving a nice car, if her, her wedding ring is popping, you know, if, if she looks just well kept mm-hmm. and, and folks know she don't got a job the first, it's always like, hats off to the husband you know what i'm yes. saying he yes. did that he's doing it and then he can stick his chest out for that's right I, I, I provide i take care of my family but mm-hmm. i feel like whenever it's the other way around there's not that same there's not that same glass raised you know what i'm saying there's not that same kudos it's it's kind of a ooh ah that's gotta hurt <laughs> exactly exactly you know I mean? so it's just so that's just that's just one of the things that is you know when you say a matter of the heart it is Mm -hmm. it takes more heart than a little bit to accept a scenario that doesn't feel natural yeah but I think matters of the heart can also be um secret insecurities Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying things that you may not be so um let's say you don't feel so confident in certain situations and yeah. it causes you like, I'll, I'll use myself, for example. Um, so I, w- I used to be a worship leader at my, at my former church. And I am a very outgoing personality. You know that. Um, and I, I, I've never met a stranger, right? Whenever I'm mm-hmm. in the space and I'm, and I'm just doing my thing, I happen to engage a lot of people, right? I'm, I'm laughing. I'm having a good time. I'm engaging with people. And my husband used to work in the sound booth, right? So he mm-hmm. worked in sound. I was on the, I was on the platform and he was like, I need you to stop flirting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is like year one, two, right? We early in the thing. And I was just mm-hmm. like, me, flirting? what are you talking Who about? Me? flirting? You up here hugging all on people. You up here kicking in people face. And I was just like, I don't know what your problem is or what you mean, but that was a heart issue for him. And I had to take on um, a compassionate ear, right. And trying to understand his point of view. Yeah. Right. When it came down to how am I engaging with other people, particularly other men on the praise team? (laughs) Yeah. Right. Y'all all all huggy, huggy, you kiki, ha ha. Like it ain't, it don't feel cute. And I'm over from here this, from yeah, this I'm over here. Point. I'm over here in the sound booth watching y'all <laughs> and this ain't working. <laughs> so for so for him, that was an issue of the heart, right? That needed to be flushed out. But I I, I think it also is a time of mending and also a time uh, to hold them whenever communication has been lacking in any area. Mm-hmm. Right. For sure. Yeah, because that just creates buildup build up build up build up something's gonna burst right a conversation needs to be had yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and and so when there are things like like you said a disagreements mm-hmm. um where somebody just gives in and say okay fine 
Mm-hmm. You know, and then that thing really didn't sit right with you. You don't right. say nothing. And and now you, you build resentment. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think for sure that communication was lacking. You should have spoke up, should have said something. And now you've put your marriage in a situation where um, you've got something going on in your heart that you're upset about. Right. And you never said anything. And you never and, said anything. Mm-hmm. Right. And that doesn't mean that it's time to walk away. That doesn't mean, okay, this is just who he is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he couldn't see my point. I mean, there's times where we need to say what we feel. Absolutely. And I think it, I think that takes um, a level of maturity. <laughs> Because uh, quick sidebar, I, I'm, I'm finding that we are not in this new generation, in this new way the world is going. We are not uh-huh. as mature as as we we have been as a people, even 20 years ago. Like we're taking molehill issues and we're turning them into mountains instantaneously mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. nobody's checking their emotions or their feelings and not to say that your emotions and feelings aren't valid they are but you have to have control of your emotions and your feelings you have to acknowledge them but also you have to take inventory of them you know what I'm saying yes you know like okay I feel like this and I know that I, I'm an emotional person and sometimes I get in my feelings and sometimes I have to talk even with my friends like okay I'm feeling away I might be tripping but like I just need to flush out how I feel about a thing you you get what I'm saying? Right. Uh-huh. And I feel that that's um, that that is actually the more mature thing to do. Right. Because one on one end, you're not sitting over here stewing. Just getting more and more pissed off. Just like, oh, I swear to God, I just mad. Stand up. I, <laughs> I hate you so much. Every time you now. look over here. Oh, my God, I hate you. <laughs> Yeah. So you over here stewing and you spiraling out. Right. And you're never even really dealing with the issue or you stay on the pop off. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, so, I mean, there's there's two different extremes. You can either sit here, stew and burst one day or you can sit over and just be constantly popping off and you just stay confrontational because everything hurts your feelings and everything is upsetting and everything makes you mad. Like we got to stop that. It ain't, it ain't cute. We can't take every molehill issue, take it all the way to the depths of our soul okay? <laughs> and be like utterly, utterly disturbed and distraught and upset right. about it. Can't cope. Can't cope. Can't, can't cope. Can't deal. You stay on the soapbox about everything. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Set a house somewhere. Take a nap. Go lay down. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Right. Uh, I also think there's times when um, when compromise has become challenging. Like mm. when you can't or he can't mm-hmm. or y'all can't give in, y'all can't look at each mm. other and be like, okay, you know what? It, we mm-hmm. 50-50. Um, you want to do it on, you know, the, the beginning of the week. I want to do it in the end of the week. Let's do it on Wednesday uh-huh. and be done. You know, uh-huh. when, when, you, when you can't, when the challenge for you guys is to get the give and take. Yeah. I, I, you know, I agree. I think that um, it's important to be able to agree, right? But yes. I think there's something to be said about agreeing to disagree. Mm. And mm-hmm. I, I, and I'm going to just say this real lightly, right? Because um, somebody is thinking somewhere, how can two walk together except they agree, right? right? But I think that sometimes, especially when an issue is so individual, and you're like, we need to compromise. And you know, sometimes you just need to let it go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes the answer is, you know what? 
let's just agree to disagree. I agree with that. I, yeah. I do. I do. Like, we're going to have a different opinion. We're two different people. Um, somebody even say like two different species, you know, mm-hmm. and we're not going to see this thing the same way. We right. Just right. I've had to do that. I don't know if you've had any experiences. I'm sure you have, but I, I, I know that I've had to do that in parenting lately. You know, mm-hmm. um, we have a, we have a one-year-old and he is very much becoming, <laughs> becoming, <laughs> he is becoming himself. Okay. And there are some things that, that, that we do differently. My husband and I, where he is concerned, right? Yes. I am trying to not carry him all around the house because he has two legs and can walk. <laughs> Here you go. Here we and, go. And I'm trying to get him to just like not need me to carry him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. okay, no, baby, come on. You got to walk. You're fine. It's okay. My husband, pick him up, pick him up, carry him all over the place. That boy feet ain't got to touch the ground ever. Mm. And I'm just like, sir, can we, you know, he's, it's my baby if I want to. Okay. All right. Fine. Okay. All right. Fine. <laughs> So you agree to disagree that I agree to disagree because it's it's a moot point. You know what I mean? We both want to do how we want to do. And I think that it's not that big of a deal right now. It's not big enough to to die on that hill. Yeah. You know, I don't want to die on that hill. It's it's just pointless. Small hill. It's whatever. Carry him. Carry you know, I ain't going to do it. You know, I ain't going to do it. He knows how to look at mama <laughs> for that. Right. Unless he fought him. Mommy got to go get him. But other than that, so that's the agreeing to disagree. You gonna do it like this, I'm gonna do it like that. As long as it gets done, yep, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. We ain't we're not tripping as long as nobody's tripping. Yep. All good. Okay, okay. But that that is agreeing to disagree. That is that's a very mature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a very mature marriage or mature uh mature couples who can not let that end up being something that takes them out right so let's talk about when to fold them <clears throat> right okay mm-hmm. when to fold them basically is when to lick the wounds and to move on right mm. take take your hits and keep it going and so, now we're saying move on to another relationship or move on in the same relationship just mm- let it go move on in the same relationship and let it go. So it kind of, it flows into each other. Right. Now I mentioned that if the issue is a solo issue, like it's a, it's me issue and not you. Mm -hmm. That's when you need to kind of take your self care. Yeah. Deal with your own issues and move forward. Right. Yes. Yes. Because if you've talked to your spouse about a thing, if, if it's okay, for example, here's one, you're, you're struggling with your weight. Hmm. Um, and I know many people can relate to that. That's my current situation. You're struggling with your weight and it makes you feel a certain way and you can't fit your clothes like you want to. And you're uncomfortable because things are bulging and jiggling where they used to not bulge and jiggle. Y'all know what I'm talking about. (laughs) The jigger, jigger, the jigger, jigger. you're a mess I'm just saying like you know (laughs) it's that kind of stuff that you have to really kind of take your um take your time and take care to get some self-care and to deal with your personal ish right okay so these are times you know where you got to look your own wounds Mm mm-hmm 
because it's something going on on the inside with you. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. It's you. It's you. Go work on you, but don't but don't let the individual you impact the goodness of the collective you. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Um. What What about forgiveness? Yeah. Refusing to forgive. Refusing to forgive. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think. I think forgiveness and refusing to forgive is also an individual issue. Okay. Because whenever you are, let's say you you encountered um something challenging in your marriage relationship. Now, I'm not going to say infidelity because people jump to that so often. Um, but just something wherein trust was lost, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. You know. It could be financial. It, it could be, be financial. It could be it could be any number emotional. of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But or, you know, and, and you've pushed past it like the issue is like in the rear view, like it is it is so gone. Like it's okay. so over, it's not coming back. Okay. But you cannot move on. You're just stuck spiraling. You're just, you know, mm. uh, refusing to just come up out of it and let that thing go. That's an individual issue. Now, let me not like act like that can't become a collective issue because it can be. But, but by and large, for the most part, it's you needing to let go and let God (laughs) (laughs) for your forgiveness journey (laughs) for your forgiveness because forgiveness is really not about the person right no one can make enough atonement they can't do enough penance like there's not you know a whole whole lot that somebody can do to make you feel like oh I've 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 I have you know I've lain on the floor and let you walk all over me for the you know umpteen time just so that you know that that I'm done you know what I'm Mm -hmm, saying and so I feel mm -hmm. that you can't ever sort of um get past that until you decide I'm not gonna let this issue rule and reign over me yeah I'm not gonna continue to walk and I'm just gonna go forward and what was was and what is will be yes yeah (laughs) yes 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 Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's true um what about something that requires you to do something about, you know, yourself? I mean, like you have unhappiness. Yeah. You want something, you know what I'm saying? Like you have unhappiness within yourself. Like, like you said, like your weight, but mm-hmm. what if it's like with your goals, your goals in life? And we think sometimes that goals in life is something that, you know, you share with your spouse, you, yeah. you know, you guys make it happen together, but no, that's your individual goal. It's not his goal. <laughs> I, you know what? I'll say this. I'm dealing with that now. So I'm dealing with that now. So after having had a baby and been out of the workforce for three years now, um, it, I, I have some goals, but I haven't organized my time in a way that allows me to sit still and focus on my goals. Right. Mm. Um, and I could say, okay, okay. I do have a toddler and that is a lot of work, but there are people, there are doctors with toddlers. You know what I'm saying? There are people that have, um, a lot going on and they make it work. Um, I think I just haven't taken the time to 
learn what my capacity truly is, right? And, or to organize my time to even make capacity for the things that I really want to do. And so can I blame my husband for that? I, I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair to because in his from his uh, vantage point, he would say, you have all the time. You have all the time. I've heard it before. You have all the time. Like, if you want to take a nap, you could take a nap. If you want to go run to the store, you go run to the store. I have to work. (laughs) Do what you want. Do whatever you're going to (laughs) do. Whatever you want to do, do it. Like, and there have been times that he's come in, like, you could be writing right now. You know, Kenda is asleep. And I'm like, I know, but like this laundry, don't stop, don't quit. Right. You know, no one's going to do it. (laughs) That's definitely, that's definitely the challenge. I can understand that. Like for me, even with my business, it is, it's my business. There's nothing that my husband can do to assist in the business. Mm -hmm. You know, his major point of assistance is to make sure that I have the time to, you know, finish doing what I'm doing or to create the things that, you know, I need to create. And it's always a challenge because I wish he could do more. Mm. Right. I wish this was something that we were both vested in. Yeah. Um, but it's not right. It's solely mine. And so I go through the ins and outs and the ups and downs of, you know, um, I want to do it. I don't want to do it. I love to do it. I hate to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm missing family time. Um, I can manage to miss this one, you know, part of family time, you know, and that's a, it's a solely me thing. Mm-hmm. And though I wish I could say, you know, well, Steven, why can't you? And if, why won't you? And this and this and this, can you, can you put the ice in? Can you do this? I can't. Mm-hmm. It's a me thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that is one thing that I have to, as you would say, fold them or reconcile with myself. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, to our listeners, definitely let us know what are some things that you are realizing that you have to fold on. You know, what are some things that you just have to lick my wounds and move on from? I'm really interested to hear from you. So if y'all want to ho- holler back at us, hit us up at three dope wives, T-H-R-E-E dope wives at gmail.com. And we want to hear from you. Um, let's talk about some minor battles that cause contention that you're not going to win anyway. Mm, okay as an area of folding. So uh, for example, you want something that's not realistically attainable. Um, I want a big old house. I want to live, I want to live in the neighborhood with the, <laughs> with the Atlanta house. <laughs> I do, but you know, what's crazy is I'm struggling to furnish this house. We just moved in a couple months ago. Listen, I, I want, I want all of the designer things. Oh my God. I want to, I want to hire a professional interior designer and be fancy. I can't do that right now. Right. I want to outsource my laundry. My, you know, they have that and it's affordable. I, you know, I'm going to put you on. Yeah. Put me, put me on because to me, it's like, um, I'm to the point now where I I know it's going to be at least a load every day. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm about to put you on. There's this company. Uh, so, and I didn't even know. Somebody blessed me when we was in the hospital. And I got home and I was like, I don't know what to do, child. This laundry is crazy. And it was like, let me bless you. And I was like, God is good. <laughs> yes. yes. And they- if it's, a, if it's for, okay. But to me, that is, it sounds amazing. It sounds, um, you know, we, we say it's affordable. But really, you know, how reasonable is it? Because mm. I could stack up all of my laundry. 
and have it ready for somebody to pick up on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And they're going to bring it back. And but, you got to put it up. <laughs> and I got to put it up. But what about all the laundry that was created in the two or three days while my, my, you know, while those bags were out? Because my kids are creating enough laundry daily. Oh, at least get a load in. Just you know put, what I'm saying? It's okay. Just, you know, pack them up, put, take some new in, put some old out. Poop girl that, do it once a week it sounds like it can get expensive and so it, then yeah, yeah 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 this is maybe so so then it's like unreasonable so then it's just like okay yeah. well every day a load in a load out of the washer like the i, I want uh somebody to live in and do the work <laughs> you want that's what i'm getting you want a nanny <laughs> yeah but she got to be fat and ugly <laughs> right right and old <laughs> and oh right right but who can reason I can't reasonably afford that no and that's that's the hard thing you know what I'm saying it's the things that I can't have and people divorce about these things and this is why we're talking about it you you listen you said for richer or poor you said in sickness and in health so you gotta you got an issue of, of materialism right that that you I want the finer things in life like cool that's cool why don't you just work a budget and get it one at a time or why don't you get on Pinterest or YouTube and find somebody that's got some some solutions you know maybe it's a DIY situation Mm. you know maybe um maybe it's a thrift shopping situation you know Mm. what I'm saying maybe there's some way that you can get a piece of what you want you know what I'm saying and find contentment in that until something greater comes along um I'm just using this as an example because I saw this woman who um who took this like trash looking apartment like trash like I don't know where this woman lived but I guarantee that I would not want to be her neighbor I'm just saying oh however however this woman took, and I think she like made some papers uh, where she lives. She took her apartment. And I mean, when she, Chick went to town, I mean, she was Dollar Tree in the thing up, DIYing the thing up, honey, with, with, with cheapy cheap paint, with the little, uh, 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 what's that, wallpaper. I mean, homegirl was doing her thing. And then like looked up and it was like, voila right she had hooked it up she had hooked it up and I think that sometimes when we get ourselves fixated on these things um that are not that are not like you're not going to take nothing with you when you die like zero things are coming with you they're not you all not pulling up with all your stuff it's it's, it's gone mm-hmm. these going, are facts you know what I'm saying so you can't get yourself hung up on the little things you know there's a book out there uh, that I have I forget who the author is but it's called don't sweat the small stuff yeah and it really is just about focusing on what's greater what about the things you want that are not tangible like what like uh, uh a more thriving sex life that's not a minor battle that's a us thing <laughs> that's not a you know what I'm saying like that ain't no little thing like that's a that's a we problem I that mean, ain't, y'all that get ain't it a in. me problem. That ain't no, that ain't no, that ain't a me problem. That's a we problem. Okay. <laughs> I mean, y'all get it in and y'all been uh, no. getting it in for years, but you know, you, you a little bored. That's a we problem. That's a we problem. Okay. 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 <laughs> I'm bored. Listen. I just wanted to make sure we put it right. out there. Yes. Was no, considered 
big and small. Yes. No, that's a big, that's a big deal right there. <laughs> but you know, you got to choose your battles. You got to choose your battles. Um, and anything that has something that requires you to do something about it, that's on you. Yeah. yeah. That's on yeah, yeah. you. Remember that. Um, <clears throat> remember that. Remember that, right? I'm, here's, a, here's a slogan. If you own the problem, then you own the solution. Boom. Boom. And that's that on that. Boom. That's facts. Right? <laughs> so let's talk about when to run. Oh, Lord. And when to walk away. This is the part that we don't like. We don't like. And I'm going to just say this one time for the record. Every time we are not champions of divorce. Mm-mm. However, comma, there are some exceptions. Yeah. And we can hit these and quit these because they are so simple. Yep. There are ones that you already probably know, but sometimes you need that little quick reminder Yeah, that it's okay. Yep. Yeah. So first up. Mm danger zone the danger zone yeah yeah you you and your child y'all you by yourself or you and your children don't feel safe exactly and y'all know what this looks like this looks like violence and physical abuse Mm -hmm. um either you or your child um because i'm telling you i we've all seen and heard the horror stories on the news and on the on the media platforms and so on so forth that are just heart-wrenching and a lot of times people go why didn't you just leave I guarantee I would never stay in a situation where either I or my child was in physical danger yeah that's when you that's when you walk away that's when you run (laughs) that ain't no hold them and fold them no ma'am this is when you know walk when you know where to walk away and Uh run the only time you The only time you walk in is if you walk in to not uh, cause a scene. <laughs> right? That's when you speed walking. You're ducking yeah. and speed walking. I would say also, like, this is when you build your exit strategy. And sometimes yes, exit strategic. strategy is take the clothes on your back, get in the car, and go. You know what? And that is, that's so true. Sometimes people think an exit strategy has to be six months. Like if I can just only deal with this another three months or six Mm -hmm. months, then I can get this money together. Mm -hmm. Then I can get this together and this together. Sometimes the exit strategy is literally like at four o'clock today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It is, it is immediate Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, and with whatever you have on your person. I promise you. And that I think that's, strategy. The, that's the best way to go. Folks up here trying to pack a bag, baby. Uh-uh. We ain't notice some clothes missing. Right. Notice some things is gone. You better you make can, it look like everything is where it was. Right. Put now something in the oven up. and then put it on the stove, okay? Make a How meal and I'll be right back. Put a note. But went to the grocery store. Yeah. Me and the kids finna run to the grocery store and I got to take them to buy some shoes. And buy yourself be a right couple back. of hours. Buy yourself be a, a couple of hours. Yeah. And then by then, honey, you done cross state lines. Y'all gone, gone. But I tell you, yeah, don't don't stick in those situations. Yeah. Um, I would I would beg I would I would beg also if you are in any danger with, uh, you know, um, dangerous people. <laughs> mm. shady shady activities yes. with dangerous people yes yes if the cartel finish shoot them up shoot them up you might want to go <laughs> and you know what that is that's an area like we laughing but real yeah. talk like with the legalization of um recreational drugs mm-hmm. and um 
places where it's not legal, there's a a lot of those places that have fine lines, right? Yeah. And we can and let us not forget that even though some of these things are legalized, that doesn't mean that they are that it should be something that is used and frequented because there are effects. Yeah. There is a lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm no, I'm just thinking. I'm so glad that you said that mm-hmm. <laughs> because I keep seeing these like these memes or these little funny funnies of people making jokes about having used edibles. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I laugh at them because I'm like, wow, you was that out of your mind. But also, it's a little scary to think you was really that out of your mind. You was gone, gone, gone. Like gone. I would be afraid of a of a um residual effect. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. Like I get, I get that people want to escape and you want to whatever. But I would be afraid of some residual effect or getting a little bad, uh, uh having a bad reaction, or your stuff been laced with something else like I just don't trust it and I just feel like if I I would never want to be outside my mind yeah and I mean and it can be the same thing with alcohol um you know it doesn't have you know what I'm saying like it could be you know oh they they drink too much they always at the bar always always happy hour Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying like if there are some things where there is abuse that of any kind of substance that could get them tied in with people and into situations that cause you guys some harm you know what i'm saying like oh i, I was drunk okay well, i was i was drunk i ain't remember oh, i ain't sleep with that girl you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> oh you had forgot huh <laughs> i had i didn't recall that this particular female was one <laughs> That I, you know, partook in <laughs> in the first the, in the fruits and the activities of the fruits. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a dangerous scenario because then you have somebody that is still putting you at risk. Yeah, because they can't control. You know, they substance. can't control their sexual urges. Substance. I would. I well, they're the substance. So I. I don't know. I feel like you can work through substance abuse. Now I'm going to say this with a caveat that I have never had to deal with that. Okay. I have never had to deal what, with a spouse. What's the caveat? That, that's the caveat. <laughs> so I'm saying that to say, like, this is my expectation, even though it's not something that I have had to deal with. Okay. Okay. So I do still think that you can work through substance abuse if the person does not present harm to you. Yes. And that you is what I'm saying. And like, right. That's and the that- bigger thing. And when we talk about walking away and running, yeah, we're talking about where there is harm that mm-hmm. is going to be done to you, mm-hmm. to, you know, to your family. Mm-hmm. Um, this person could drink and get abusive. They could, yeah. you know, and, and it's, it's several different types of abuse, right? Yeah. And that brings us to another scenario. Um, and this is the one we might, di- we might have different opinions on. I believe that, um, narcissist behavior mm, mm-hmm. is a reason to walk away or run. So I okay, I don't always fully understand narcissistic behavior. Like I feel that in today's culture, people mm-hmm. throw throw that around like you know whatever. If someone is <clears throat> disagreeable, if someone is um lacks empathy you know in a certain situation or if someone is like 
just holding fast to whatever they want and they're not relenting and they're not letting up that like automatically these situations that person is a narcissist right Mm -hmm. um and i feel that it's that you gotta be so careful with that to make sure that like this person needs to have all the ear markers of clinical narcissism because i just don't think that you know um because what what anyone can do in this situation is just be like oh you know he's a narcissist he's just i'm leaving him because he's a narc (laughs) he's a narc (laughs) right (laughs) (sighs) i think i think a diagnosis is necessary Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. a lot of times people don't realize that there are narcissistic relationships until they go seek help themselves Mm. thinking that they're the problem and then they realize that okay wait a minute i'm not the problem um my thinking is rational my solutions are are good you know what i'm saying like yeah there's there's those kinds of you know scenarios like again where people they don't even know they're just like oh like I thought I was losing my mind this person had me thinking I was losing my mind this person had me thinking I was always wrong because narcissism includes like manipulative behavior um and there's no there's no solution there's no fix there's no um cure for a a real not a play play narcissist where you know (laughs) I'm just calling you that because you don't agree with me right Um, but like a real narcissist there's no there's no cure for that now you can be a narcissist that's woke and understand that you you know have narcissistic behavior yeah you know what I'm saying and then that person can be held to be responsible for their behavior or what comes natural to them Mm -hmm. but I mean it's really abusive. It's mentally and emotionally abusive. Um, I would to, say, go ahead. To, I mean, to be a narcissist. Yeah, I feel okay. So I, I've been thinking about this just slightly here. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I was like, eh, whatever. I have a tendency to be like, okay, I don't agree, whatever. Um, <laughs> but I've been thinking about it and I do agree in the sense of like, um, cause I feel like I'm hearing differently whenever you said, um, that this person is making me think I'm crazy. They're making me think I'm out of my mind. They're, they're causing mental harm because now I think something ain't right with me. Right. Um, that, that, that's hitting a little different for me today for whatever reason. I just think that, yeah, I mean, if, if, if you feel like this is causing you to be just totally lost, like, I don't even know who I am. I don't even know what's going on. I don't even know, mm-hmm. you know, how to be or how to do or anything. You know what I'm saying? And, you're, and you don't have no confirmation. <laughs> like, like, this person is the only one who has this opinion of you. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And I feel like that's the real check, right? Is like, does anybody else agree with this person? You know what I'm saying? Right, it- right. <laughs> Or is it, and, and, and here's what's so funny. I am, I'm the kind of person that I'm always like checking myself. Like I'm always, I'll ask other people, like, do you think this about me? Or like, be for real, be honest. Don't give me no, like, you can't be my friend if you gonna placate me. Like, right, you right. Me I need the real. Give me the real, right? So that I can know, I can't be better if I don't even know. And people are like, no, you're fine, girl, girl, you're fine. But if somebody's like, girl, nah, cause you be tripping, like, I, I need that so that I can self-reflect and get my act together. Right. Right. Um, but I think that if I do all my self-checking and mm-hmm. um, 
and it still is only you, I know I'm not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I know I ain't crazy. Right. But you're, yeah, go ahead. But you're in a relationship with somebody that you love and you trust and yeah. who appear. Th- it appears that they are really trying to help you and, mm-hmm. you know, make you a better person because, you know, you're not. Right. Um, <laughs> then it's, it's those, it's the, is that, mm. it's that, it's that about a narcissist that yeah. is, is the scary thing. I think it's also important that you do before you decide that your spouse is a narcissism, narcissist, or a narc, <laughs> um, a, narc. <laughs> a narc, and you and you um, and you are thinking, okay, is it me? Is it him? What is it? Mm-hmm. Make sure that you talk with your trusted circle. Yes. Make sure that you talk with your therapist. Make sure you talk to your spouse and like see, is this crazy? Mm. See if you can have an intervention. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes yeah. um, people need others around them to help bring awareness to the situation and if this person is willing and loves you enough to do that self-reflection and make the necessary changes and do the hard work because changing your personality is hard work it is and most people are not interested in doing it no because a lot of us feel like I am who I am (laughs) Right. You better love me or don't. Like, <laughs> I don't want to be no different. I am wonderfully uh, and beautifully created. Right. <laughs> so I think I think that, you know, if you're willing to, to take note, take inventory, make some shifts and changes and your spouse is willing to do that with you, then maybe this ain't no walk away. Maybe this is a fold. Maybe this is a hold them. Mm, yeah and that sounds that sounds good but as people who are in relationships or have been in relationships with narcissists who and they have been mentally and emotionally abused and Mm -hmm. challenged and had to seek help and therapy past the relationship yeah girl well yeah no I'm I'm giving I'm giving conditions that need to exist (laughs) in order for it to be healthy but if you do all this and this person is the opposite of the things I've said, like they're not willing to make the change. They are insistent that you are insane. Mm-hmm. They don't uh, respond well to um, to an intervention or to other people uh, helping to shed light in the situation. Then you I mean, then I would say, I would say do all you can, right? The slogan is now and forever always will be doing your part till death do you part. Mm-hmm. Did you do everything you could? If you can say I did everything I could do. Yeah. And nothing has even like the needle hasn't even moved. Yeah. Then and only then. Then and only then. Is it okay to walk away? Yes, I agree. So we are effectively out of time. (laughs) (laughs) That was a lot. That was a lot. It was. This has been a really um, this has been a a deep, deep, deep subject. um, When we talk about having a safe place in your home, when we talk about this gambler episode, just because there is so much to consider whenever we're thinking about the life of a relationship. 
Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, there's, yeah. there's, there's so many phases we go through. There's so much to deal with when it comes to two personalities that are continuing to grow and evolve and change and expand and all of these things. Um, you know, the, the nuances of all of that. And then the culmination of that with two people who are multiplying and making other little mini people and they, you know, they're doing other things and they're buying properties and they're doing all this stuff. And, and your life has just become so big together. Sometimes it's important to break down the pieces, right. To get down to the nucleus and, 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 and to understand all of these things to figure out, is everything working the way it should? Mm. So, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> Marriage is a lot. It ain't easy. It is not for the faint of heart. And if, if you find that, that it's overwhelming for you and you are not yet married, let me say that again, and you are not yet married, then take your time. Don't, don't, don't hop. Don't hop, skip on over into this life until you have a clear understanding and know that you are absolutely ready for what all this encompasses. Hmm. Yeah. You got to know when to hold them, mm-hmm. know when to fold them, mm-hmm. know when to walk away and know when to run. <laughs> and that's that on that. Y'all, we got to go. <laughs> But listen, 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 dope wives keep on doing your part to get till the do you part. And until we see you again, keep on loving yourself and loving that man. Take care of yourself. Peace. Peace.